What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Work Prince, the Good Place podcast. Uh, joining me in the Good Place is Jad. Jad, what's something good that's happened to you in this past week? I've been interviewing for a lot of jobs, and uh, I'm in contention to get a, a staff writing position. So I hope it works out. That is awesome. How dare you leave us, uh, Jad? <laughs> welcome to the Good Place. What's up? What's a good thing that's happened to you this week? Um, I was on crutches last week, and then I threw them in the fire. Yeah. I mean, it, you put out the fire afterwards, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I definitely did do that. I didn't just throw my metal crutches on the fire and walk away like a badass. Like a demon would. Like a like Eleanor would. You think Eleanor would do that now? Yes, I Hands definitely down. think she would. Okay. I know she would. Okay, we are doing a season four podcast, hopefully weekly. We, that's what the initial uh, thought process is behind this for uh, The Good Place uh, as it wraps up its final season. Um, last we left off, uh, our favorite four um, duos are now running their own Good Place in Heaven to show the judge that people can be reformed, but the bad place gets to choose the targets. Uh, and we finally get to introduce to the other three. Uh, the first one being Simone, uh, who joins a good place. So, Jad, you want to take it away with sure. Favorite? So, so uh, my favorite, um, I think my favorite character so far is Jim. I think he's uh, he's absolutely hysterical. Uh, the fact that he's a gossip columnist and that he's butted head with, with uh, Tahani El Jamil uh, several times in their in their life. So, being able to have him be, I guess. Uh, you know her antagonist throughout this experiment i just thought was absolutely hysterical and the way they kind of cross paths and talk to each other in that regard wait is his name jim or john i thought it was I wrote john. john in my notes did you write john Let me see. i thought it was john too i thought i remembered seeing john on their little board in huh. the middle place but you okay. know what he's got he's a gossip columnist we don't need to know his name we're just there for the gossip he's a tmz guy essentially exactly um Jen, what about you? My favorite part of the episode? Or favorite character? My favorite, my, my favorite character is Eleanor. Like, I know that that sounds like really cliche and kind of easy, and I don't normally pick the main character, um, but I think I just relate to Eleanor so much, and especially now that she is a better person, I see a lot of myself in her, and... Uh, Especially when she first meets Brent, and she's like, "Oh no, he's he's for me." And like, <laughs> because I seriously wrote down in my notes for this was as soon as Brent showed up, I was like, "Oh, I hate him. He's a punishment for me." Uh, me personally, like, I feel like Michael Shore thought of me when he wrote Brent the character. Like, that's <laughs> that's how much I hate him. He so. is one of the worst. I think everything that came out of his mouth, uh, I think, and I think even Janet pretty much shows it in every request he makes. That also Brent dude, wants a BLT. Yes. Yeah, like I, so, I don't. Oh. I, I don't eat bacon. So are BLTs like good, or is it just like the pumpkin spice latte of sandwiches? Nah, it's pretty good. I see. I don't really like them. I don't think there's enough to them. I think I need some more in my sandwich than just some bacon. I don't really like bacon, though. There's a uh, turkey bacon, and you can also get tempeh bacon, like the What's, vegan bacon. What? It, oh, okay. That's see, really I, cool. 
but I just, I just, I just, I think I would rather just have turkey on my sandwich. Like, give me lettuce, tomato, and turkey, and that's a solid sandwich. I want, I want like some like sliced deli meat on my sandwich. I need more than just bacon. Bacon is not filling enough for me. That's legit. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just eating slightly crunchy vegetables, and that's depressing to me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so speaking of bacon, uh, it reminds me of Fire, which reminds me of the demons, who we kind of get a good look at uh, for the first time in their scheming uh, this season. Uh, with uh, the what? What do they call this? The test, the one-year test that the judge has allowed them um, to take place. So yeah, it's like an experiment. Yeah, the one-year experiment. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Uh, so we get a good look, and they're kind of just... I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but I got the Republican vibe from them. Oh, from, yes. From oh, yes. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> from the demons. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, know if that's exactly what they're trying to uh, equate with some of these things, but it's totally the vibe that I, I was just like, I was like, this is the GOP, because they're just like trying to get away with stuff. Especially because... <laughs> Until they're called out for it. <laughs> they're, except for... Um, Bama John, they're all white. Yeah, and very corporate too, right? The yeah, way like super duper corporate. Which is very interesting, because um, even uh, much like corporations, I would say these days they don't get penalized as much too, right? So they kind of commit this uh, cheating scheme within the episode. They bring it, you know, to the judge, who's phenomenal. And by the way, I think Maya Rudolph is probably my favorite character in the show. Um, and yeah, they barely get like a punishment for it. They're just like, oh, we're just going to move Chidi to the uh to replace the uh linda. The demon that they send in linda absolutely okay so i man it's okay I, oh go are ahead we do, did i skip too far ahead or? no no no, 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 that's no, fine. no think... we're gonna we're gonna be jumping around and i think that's that's fine if we jump around with how we feel uh for me this episode it, it's got that it's got the problem of taking the setup from the finale of this experiment being started and it has to take that weight and shift it so not as much happens as I would have liked to happen, but I think we get a lot of great character moments and a lot of great comedy moments, uh, especially with Linda, the demon, the fake, <laughs> aka demon, who gets sent there. They sent for Jason, who they initially thought? They thought for Jason, for? Yeah. yeah. Because Linda has zero reaction to anything <laughs> whatsoever. She comes to the good place and like she can have anything and she asks for a peppermint. Uh, until we get to the flying lessons day where I was drinking a soda and then she takes off and starts beating people up, and I nearly spit it everywhere. Like a flat-out MMA fighter. Yeah. I know, right? So I was a little disappointed at the Linda reveal so early, because I was fully re- prepared to start writing articles about what I thought Linda's thing was. <laughs> because, yes. like, I'm in my head, right? Like, okay, she's so monotone across the board, right? Like, that's good. That's okay. Okay, I'll have a peppermint. And so I'm like, okay, what is her thing? There's going to be a thing that comes out at some point. They're going to ignore her for like two or three episodes. And then there's going to be a thing that comes out where like you find out that she's eating children's toes or something. (laughs) And that's why she likes peppermints because it reminds her of the toenails or something. I don't know. And so like, and I was like, started a whole list of all of these different things that I thought Linda could have been sent to the bad place for. And then they ruined it by the end of the episode because uh, the baddies in the bad place are 
closer to Republicans than I guess we ever intended because they didn't really think this thing through and they put their D plus student in the limelight and it backfired. You leave uh, Eric Trump alone. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he, he might come after you on the Twitter. Oh I my wish God. that he would centaur run after me on the Twitter. Yes. I, I, I'm just finding it really funny that like of all the possible schemes you could thought of with Linda, like the first, like one of the first things you thought of were like the peppermint or children's toes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was just the logical conclusion you came to. Uh, did you not go there? Was that just me or? No, I mean like it had to be like something like ridiculously specific in my mind. It had to be crazy. I would have thought maybe she was like, I don't know who the Jaguars are rivals with, but maybe there was some deep, dark secret with Blake Bortles. <laughs> oh, my God. Did they, oh. they had that Blake Bortles joke in the first episode, yeah. right? Is he, when... is he still a QB? He is not. No. Nope. Oh, he's so gone. It is Minshew in Georgia, or uh, Jacksonville right now. So you think enough time has passed in a good place where that has gotten to Jason? Like, do you think Jeremy Baramy works? I don't know. Sure. I really hope they continue making Blake Bortles jokes, though, because that's that's so good. It's one of the best things. It's one of the best recurring jokes. I love the, the fact. I love the fact that they constantly make fun of Florida and Arizona. Yes, <laughs> just with no shame whatsoever. Exactly. I mean, episode, Arizona the, trash bag. Yes, and I mean the episode itself is called "The Girl from Arizona," Part One. Absolutely. Yeah. Um... But, like, it's nice seeing Eleanor. Like, she's... Uh, it's weird, because I was just talking to Jad right before we started, and I was telling him how I got this new role at work, and I'm, it, I feel a lot like Eleanor in this regard, where I'm wearing the suit, I'm being the big man, but I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm just trying to make sure everything goes according to plan, so I'm really connecting to, with her on that. And then you just come across these people that just do not want to play by the script, and it's it's maddening. And so I, I totally get where uh, where she's coming from, but I I think it's very much her episode. I kind of wish we got a little bit more from Tahani and Jason. Um, mm-hmm. but Jason uh, still seems to be stuck in his like little love triangle with. Yeah, Derek. I'm th- I'm I'm kind of over that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I, I'm done with Derek. I don't like. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Jason Matsukas? I think that's close. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like him in literally any role he's ever played. <laughs> he is good in, in small pieces. Nope, I hate him in Parks and Rec. Oh, you do? He's so good. I hate good. him in Parks oh, and Rec. Man. I, I, and I despise him on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Dis- really? Buys, yes. Oh, with the fire of a thousand suns. Like that's my least favorite part of Brooklyn Nine Nine, far and away. Is his character? I thought he was. I thought he was he's so not. He's not. He's not appealing to me at all. He doesn't have redeeming qualities. Like I legit think I might hate that man because of how much <laughs> I dislike his characters that I've seen him as. I think I, that's the point. He could be doing a great job, right? He's just trying to... Like, Derek is supposed to be the not-Jason guy, I right? Yeah, you know? I guess. But, like, normally I can see what the redeeming qualities for a character are. Like, okay, I get what he's what he's supposed to appeal to, right? And But because it's been this actor in these roles so many times that I just can't help but dislike him. 
Okay. I don't know what it is. I, it doesn't I, like, have the intended effect, you think? Not for me, at least. Like I like I like most of the other people I know who watch these shows and see him in these roles, they think he's hysterical. And I I think I must be missing something because I don't get it. I cannot I connect a, with him at all. He's a quintessential douchebag, right? Yeah. Uh, and, that's kind of what it comes down to. And I, I think I'm starting to get a little bit tired of that shtick for him. But, like, I still laughed at the part where uh, he hugs Janet and he looks looking directly <laughs> at uh, Jason. And Jason's just like, I need to do something about this. And, he, and then, like, it, it's weird because, like, they're supposed to be, like, reformed. But Jason goes off and kills Derek. And he commits a sin. He commits and, a sin. Yeah, he, yeah, and I was just like, is this going to, like, pay off in the future? Or, like, is, is, there, or is like, this going in there, like, they're their point system is this going to go against them yeah. and their point I'm, system does jason exist in the point system like because he's not supposed that's, to exist. i don't know I, that's, that's a great I, question I, that is that is a good question i oh don't God, know we're going to start a philosophical podcast for the good place have we? you guys heard of the fan theory that jason might actually be god in disguise oh i could totally believe that's one of the routes they would go with god yeah, is yeah. not a jacksonville jaguars fan <laughs> That's I hate very to true. tell you this. <laughs> Sorry, there's there's your hole in that theory. But part part of happening. part of the disguise, though, you know, part of the disguise, and he's just really judging the growth of. I just don't Tahani. think God is that good an actor. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry. You no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so what? So what? Uh, what other facets are there to that theory? I'm curious because I've never seen that. That's all I've heard. Essentially, that he was just kind of silently judging them. You know, he doesn't really change as a character. He's kind of consistent. You know, he's not really posed with any any big challenges. So, so I recently started rewatching The Good Place from the beginning, and um, the thing that catches me the most is that in the first two episodes, there are several moments where uh, Jason as Jian Yu has the like the very Jason like opportunities to react to some kind of humor or nonsense that's going on that he has the inability to keep quiet about now but back <laughs> then he was stone-faced and i'm like there's no way that the jason that we know now would have kept his mouth shut during mm-hmm. these moments and uh and so that to me might be the only thing that uh lends some credibility to that jason is god theory because he is able to maintain that Jian Yu facade so well until he divulges that information to Eleanor. And Jian Yu is the only religious imagery that you get within the show too, right? Yeah. Which is which is interesting too. So that's kind of like an interesting uh well I think like a clever artistic, you know, choice to have him kind of, you know, represent that. It always surprised me that he still wears that outfit. <clears throat> yeah. I like it. I, I, mean, I, I like, like it on him. I totally see that as, uh, like, in my mind, my head canon of Jason, Jason associated that um, outfit with uh, kind of being more formal. And so I totally see him as thinking that is, like, the equivalent of a suit. And so okay. when they go and they have their, their, their dinner, their meal where everybody's dressed up or whatever, that first night in this episode... And he's wearing that. Yeah, I totally see him as thinking like, oh, it's comfortable. It's it's flowing. It's, you know, it doesn't cover my, tighten around my bits, you know? Like I, just in kind of like a Jason E way, I see him as just associating that. Because that's what he was given when he was first 
put in the good place. And I think he still is confused about where he is in the good place. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think he just associates that with what he should be wearing. I'm putting my money that he's God. I think. Yeah. The, you you believe so. fall you fall in line with that theory? You think that that's why not? I, I think so. I think that could work. Okay. Okay. It would just be so perfect. It would give him a bit more meaning as a character, I think, too, than just like the the comic relief. I would like to see a few more tidbits of like uh, hinting Wait, at that. Does that mean God is from Florida? Oh, stop it! Oh my! Stop it! No, I see <laughs> he can't actually be from Florida then. And he had a breakdance crew. Up. That could that could that, also I be mean, a joke. Like, yeah. do you think I would actually be, you know, in Florida or, or Florida <laughs> like, man would well, make it this far? What about like Donkey Doug? Donkey Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Doug is an angel. Don't you dare. Definitely, him and Janet are angels. Janet is definitely an angel. Janet. So Janet's the only reason why I hesitate to, hesitated to say that Eleanor was my favorite character because I adore Janet, and I think it's maybe because I adore Darcy Carden. Like mm-hmm. the episode that they had last season, where she played all of the characters. Oh, that she was so good. She should have won an Emmy for that. There's, there's, it's inexcusable that she did win an Emmy for that episode alone. Fantastic episode. Fantastic season too. I really, I think it's getting better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I almost blanked on a certain storyline that I think encompasses a lot of what Eleanor is doing. Um, this fr- in the premiere. Um, Simone. Uh. They were, uh, they, Eleanor had this board and they're like, we know the, what's the deal with Simone. And then it quickly moves back over to, they have no idea because she's a neuroscientist and she doesn't believe any of this is real. And uh, if anyone's going to mess up the entire plot point, it's going to be Simone. Uh, how do you guys feel about um, where the, the story arc for this? So, so my thought is that they are not, so I actually think that the accountant is not keeping score for the four new people. I actually think they're keeping score for the original four. Yeah. And um, and how well they do in these stressful situations. So, like, Eleanor, when she's presented with a situation where she is jealous of Simone, and uh, especially because in the beginning parts of the episode, when she's showing Chidi around the good place, and he forgets her name... Like yeah. that to me was such a heartbreaking moment because you just oh my gosh like when you first meet the two of them together and he's like no you're from Phoenix Arizona and you went to school in Tempe Arizona and you came back to Phoenix and so like and he knows all these things about her and then for him to not remember her name must have been such a devastating moment so then to put Simone and Chidi together where they've already been romantically linked once before. Eleanor knows this. How does Eleanor handle that jealousy? And does she take the higher road? Or does she, as I think she's going to do at least at first, pull an Eleanor and use her power and kind of manipulate this so that it's still to her advantage, but she's still trying to control Simone and Chidi? Um... And so, and then I think, you know, how does Tahani handle TMZ guy? How does Jason handle Derek, I guess? Uh, (laughs) So, technically then, Jason is failing. Jason is is definitely failing. (laughs) Eleanor is like a C right now. Tahani, Tahani, we have 
yet to see what Tahani will actually do with John. Well, I'll say this about Tahani. She has name-dropped Robert Downey Jr. because Michael tried to grow a goatee, and she still regrets that Robert Downey Jr. grew one against her better advice. I still think that goatee looks great on RDJ. Same. Tahani, you're you're wrong. Uh, She also name-dropped Nelson Mandela and Patrick Stewart. And I think her own... Yes, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, I think she has this tendency to do that. And she's... I thought some of it was to get away from relying on a lot of these celebrities and be more selfless in her own actions. But she name drops a lot. She does. Which I enjoy, because some of the stories are crazy. They kind of remind me of... Uh, What's her name? Alexis on Shit's Creek. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a, a nice mix of Alexis from Shit's Creek and then Jenna from Thirty Rock. Yes, <laughs> that's actually the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. So, but Tahani didn't get much to do this episode, which I always think is a little disappointing because I adore Tahani. So good. And so good. She just has that like very personable feel, even when she's talking about herself. You know, she's still very amiable and you know listens to the people that she's like talking to and, and stuff. So I don't know if that's. I just kind of hope that's uh, that's really you know Jamila Jamil in real life. <laughs> but she's not so much acting. I, I also but. need her to uh, join Eleanor in wearing a suit, just <laughs> for my own selfish reasons. Do you remember the timeline where they were supposed to be each other's soulmates? Oh my gosh, why did I not get to see that? <laughs> I'm devastated that I didn't get to see that. And I love Eleanor and Chidi, and I totally think that they're endgame. But, like, let me at least, you know, live in a little Eleanor to Hani fantasy. There's been so much flirting and banter between them, and one of, I think my favorite moment, hands down, from the show is uh, when Tahani gives Eleanor the plant. And then, oh, yeah. and yeah. then when Eleanor sets the plant on fire, <laughs> I just so good. I just really need more episodes like that where they have to work together, but they hate each other, but they love each other. Kind of I'm got the that, worst like, sibling. Yeah, I'm the worst fan trailer. fiction trash. <laughs> All right, we'll just let the audience ruminate on that romance. Uh, can I just say something really quick yeah. on um, Simone? I just think it's really interesting uh, that she's like a neurosurgeon, right? Uh, so she studies the brain and all that stuff and there's this thing they say like when you die you're, there's still kind of brain activity going on in your head um, kind of happening like when you're dead or as a, you know as you just passed or something so there's a really cool film that Christian uh, and I watched the other day it's by Don Hertzfeld I don't know if you guys are familiar with him the animator uh, everything will be okay but it kind of like talks about that uh, you know that process of like someone dying and being like stuck in, in their head the whole time and kind of recognizing that the brain's going to make up different images and, and show you kind of weird things, uh, which I thought was really funny because her character in this specific episode, right, is pretty much not accepting that she's, you know, in the good place and kind of just freaking out and, and just kind of uh, attributing it to that. So I thought that was really meta. I think that's, that's fascinating. Um, I've also heard that about our brains doing that after we die. Um, but I, I wonder if her acting out the way that she is is not also a form of denial. Because even the Simone that we saw on Earth was not as uh, vindictive? Maybe that's not the right word. Chaotic 
<laughs> as the one that we saw here. So, like, even if you imagine she's in her own head in a coma or something um, being put under because she's in surgery or something, um, do we really think that that Simone would just push people into a pool, even if she's in her own dream state? So I think that uh, because of that, this is her acting out her denial. Like she's kind of being like a, a toddler having a temper tantrum right now who refuses to believe that this is what's happened to her. That's I'm my kinda, take on it. I'm kind of more concerned that God will let the demons and yeah, just the demons and this group kill four people so they can <laughs> uh, just run an experiment. Um, okay, so I don't know if you know this, but um, God, especially if we're talking like Christianity, Old Testament God, very violent. Not a great dude. Really super, has a, a long track record of just killing people for shits and giggles. They kill like what is it? Uh, like three thousand people from the Levi tribe after the whole golden calf incident or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Abraham, give me your son. Just kill him. Just right now. No, just, I just, yeah, I don't trust you. So, kill your son. No, I was kidding. I was kidding, man. I was just kidding. I can't believe you were going to do it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my pilgrimage <laughs> last month was like sort of around that entire story. Which one? Oh, nice. <laughs> the Abraham sacrifice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to read off a few moments. And I want you guys to choose the, the best one. Uh, the Bad Place song is the 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS song. Um, a elephant of light that only speaks truth informs us that Shirley Temple killed J JFK and Stonehenge is a sex thing. Uh, Jason telling Eleanor to get cheaty because she reminds him of an owl that graduated from college, which is the perfect way to describe him. <laughs> Or the dead, or the bad place mantra of dead eyes eat hearts can't lose. That one, dead <laughs> eyes eat hearts can't lose. That hands one, down. That's, hands that's down, one. this yes. that one. I was gonna, I was gonna say Stonehenge was a sex thing because I wrote that one down too. But dead eyes eat hearts can't lose is definitely it, especially with like the fervor that Michael says it. Yeah, it's just like I was like, yes, yes, I, I. I, I want this, and this is what I'm naming the podcast episode, even though yep. there might be a line that comes out that better. Um, I'm probably going to find a way to use that phrase in my everyday life, and people are going to do a double take when they look at me, and then walk away slowly, and it's going to be the best. Honestly, if... I think if Eleanor follows those rules, her experiment will be a success. But now mm -hmm. that Jen has mentioned that the test is actually for the original four, I... I don't know if that's true, I, but, that's but I feel like that's a plausible twist. Now I'm gonna like pay attention to everything. That's I mean, I'm happening. just saying, Bilal, I have a pretty good track record when it comes to predicting. I know. What I owe you a cheesecake. Shows. You owe me a cheesecake. You owe me two cheesecakes. When did it become two? I'm just telling <laughs> you right now. You owe me two cheesecakes. God damn it! What if? What if it's uh? It's they're just all in the bad place still, and it's they're just messing with them from the beginning no see i don't i see i i feel like that twist has already been done true all right uh, uh, okay so the worst moment i have to say i'm already choosing it for you guys okay the worst moment was when 
Brent, Brent meets Janet for the first time. And he <gasps> goes, mm-hmm. oh, a secretary. And, uh, he's, and so and they're like, no. And he's like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, we're doing the PC thing. Okay, the vice president of helping, Captain Marvel. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and he turns to Michael like he's like trying to like get this other white guy on his side. And Michael just like looks away and is like, oh, I'm not a part of this. And uh, just the fact that he slid in Captain Marvel after the vice president of helping. I, I was like my skin was a little bit on fire like i know this is a tv show and like and that's this like it's so funny to me but i also really hate this guy (laughs) i hate him so much it's It's so creepy that the literal demon has to move away from him in the show right right gosh ugh (laughs) that's pretty great (laughs) no uh, i i just love that because uh, writing something that cringeworthy is I mean you can go wrong with it in so many ways and get in trouble for it but they did it so perfectly that they really did as soon as I saw that scene I was like oh Jen's gonna have something to say about this moment uh huh yeah. um, so I think that's a good spot to wrap it up do you guys have any other things you wanna say I think this episode for me is like an 8 out of 10 personally. yeah put it around there I'm yeah. looking forward to see what they're gonna do with it you know no, well, yeah, I mean, there'll I, be a lot of twists and I turns. Think, and I think it was an entertaining episode, and the good thing about the good place is that the episodes are only twenty minutes long. So, mm-hmm. you know, you this, this podcast is longer. I know, I know, and I was like, guys, let's not make this podcast longer. And then I started talking. Um, <laughs> but that's the good thing about the good place yeah. is that, like, even for an episode like this, where you could tell it's setting up a lot of things, mm-hmm. it's still entertaining because of those little moments, the little writing bits, like. Uh, you know all of the stuff with uh, the elephant which is whatever for uh, whatever reason the first thing that came to my mind or even Chidi's Derek is what's that? Chidi's force powers oh <laughs> Chidi's oh I bet he feels like such a he doesn't he doesn't watch Star Wars uh, oh he definitely watches he definitely Star watches Star Wars I see I don't think he does I don't think Chidi watches Star Wars. You don't think he nope. sisters and debates the philosophy, no. the goodness of the Jedi? Nope. Let us know in your co- let us know in the comments I feel if like you guys think Chidi watches Star Wars. Does Chidi watch Star Wars? I'm saying no. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna think say so. yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes on that. Oh man. We'll okay. bet two cheesecakes on it. Oh, okay, the- look, cheesecakes. You guys are, you guys are all Bilal is already in a cheesecake <laughs> deficit. You need to yes. chill. Bet cheesecakes. Bilal does not have. So. Yeah. Learn how to ship a cheesecake. Okay. Um. So Mama's Little Bakery, Chicago, Illinois. Yep. Okay. That's a friend's reference for anyone else. No, just me. No. Um. Sorry. So Jed, I know. Oh, so we got a little behind the scenes. We got the first four episodes from NBC. I think Jen and I only watched the first episodes. Uh. And Jed, with all the self control he had in his body, watched all four. <laughs> I did. Wow. That's why I've been so silent. I've I just don't know. I'm I'm blurring the lines between the different episodes. So I'm trying to watch what I say at this point. So w- stuff, what but. what can you say to someone like me that was like lukewarm on this episode? Like there was funny moments and I like I liked a lot of it, but I just kind of wanted a bit more. What can you tell me about the next 3 without spoiling anything? Uh it gets better. I think the joy the jokes are on point. Um definitely a lot more humor within it. Uh, the, the second part to this episode specifically uh, will also flesh out 
kind of the situation a little bit more. You'll see more of Tahani and kind of what she's doing in relation to uh, John, the gossip columnist. Uh, columnist. Um, so, so uh, and there's definitely a couple twists and turns coming up too. So I, I think it keeps it fresh and very entertaining, and uh, it's pretty on par in terms of the jokes and stuff with the previous seasons. So I like it a lot, and I'm looking forward to to see the rest of it. So would you say they made a mistake of not doing a since this is like a two part. Uh episode well, it's like it's a two episode thing because uh, there's a part one and part two part two being in week two do you think they should have done it in one week instead of two yeah personally i think that's just you know much easier i'm a bit of a completionist especially when i write so uh if you can just try to get out you know and kind of one package i think it's much better than than that um you know and it would make a lot more sense i think too rather than just kind of splitting it up amongst that in terms of the plot in terms of the continuity the balance between the different characters so sounds good all right so jad where can people find you oh you can find me uh at jad kato j-a-d-k-a-a-d-o through all your social media stuff and also through collab hyphen arts a-r-t-s dot org uh you can see some of my writing and, and stuff like that on there so jen what about you you can find me on twitter instagram all of it i suppose uh as at jen Stayrook. and uh yeah that's it and you guys can find me in a river of popcorn in the good place oh <laughs> nice um yeah but you what type of popcorn uh it's extra butter there we go uh, and caramel some popcorn. seasoning on it i'll tell you guys about the seasoning later uh, I don't want to secret it out. I'm working on something. And uh, but you guys can always follow the workprint at theworkprint.com, uh, Twitter, the workprint, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, we'll be at New York Comic Con in less than two weeks. No, next week. Yeah, damn. I'm excited. It'll be me, Jad, Christian, and Nicole. And oh, yeah. so we'll have a lot of content going up then. Um, so hopefully we hear from fans and what they want. Uh, as always, stay good and eat hearts. <laughs> Bye-bye. <Dead> eyes. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.